0: Alrighty, everybody guru and whiz fantasy football podcast preseason started in in full throttle last night a couple of games and uh tonight we have a bunch more so it's it's nice to see some real football and do a little scouting uh but whiz uh, we're here to talk about the tampa bay buccaneers uh, tom brady uh arguably the greatest quarterback of all time in the nfl is uh parted ways and uh uh, I guess you have an offensive coordinator coming over from Seattle in uh, David Canales who's going to try to see if he can resurrect the career of uh, Baker Mayfield, much like he did with Geno Smith last year. Was
1: Yeah, I'm not so sure. Um, I don't know. Their offensive line was having difficulty protecting Brady. He was getting rid of the ball in like one second. Um, I'm not sure what that's going to look like. Um, I'd be hard-pressed to say that. I'll be drafting Baker Mayfield in any leagues. Um I don't even really think you know, I would draft him as, a, as my second quarterback in a super flex league or as my backup in a standard league. I, I just feel it's the type of situation where if it starts going sideways, they're going to say, let's see what we have here in Kyle Trask and maybe make a switch. So um, I'm not really going to be interested in Baker Mayfield at least in my fantasy leagues, what say you? Yeah.
0: So Mayfield's going to start game one and the preseasons game two is going to get started by trash. So it's not uh, a certainty that Mayfield is going to be the starter. I mean, the guy's fallen quite a, quite a ways from, you know, the first pick in the draft and those progressive commercials and stuff. And he really has not found any success in the NFL for some time. Although there was some signs of life last year when kind of injected a little bit of energy into the Rams at the end of last season. So, yeah, let's see what happens. I don't trust the offensive line. With there's a couple of things to really discuss with this team here. So, the Buccaneers ran for fewer yards and had fewer touchdowns rushing than any other team in the NFL last year. Tom Brady threw the ball 733 times last year at age whatever he was, 45, 46, which is just mind-boggling. Uh, Danny, Daniel Jones, you know, 17 years younger or 20 years younger than Tom Brady, threw the ball 300 times less. It's just in, insane uh, of, the, of such a difference in that. So... Anybody expecting this passing game to resemble, and I'm talking about the skill set players, we'll get to them in it, to resemble statistically what they did last year, good luck with that. That's not happening. The team averaged over 300 yards passing. That's not happening. You you could see that number get closer to 200. So it's a situation this year coming into the season, Wiz, where sometimes I look at teams and I want no interest in anybody. I know I did that with Seattle last year, and I got bit by that because Geno shocked me, and I get that. But you know what? I'm coming into the season, Wiz, with very little appetite for anything in Tampa Bay this year.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. And I, there, there were just so many reasons why Rashad White should have a good season. He, there, there isn't much talent behind him on the depth chart that's really going to take away stuff from him. He could be a three-down back. The game script could work for him. I I just, the offensive line, and I just, I don't love him as a player. I mean, I guess considering the opportunity and the volume, you know, he should be viewed as a running back too. But I think if there's guys in that range that I I just prefer other than Rashad White, um, I know the opportunity is just perfect for him. But I just don't trust the entire operation there. So talk me into why... Rashad White should be a breakout player. I'm
0: not going to do that. Um, Leonard Fournette and Preshawn White ap- average three and a half yards a carry. We talked about the line already. Uh, Tom Brady was quarterback this year. He's not this year. Let somebody let the, let him be somebody else's problem. Uh, he might catch 75, 80 balls, which in PPR leagues uh, is fine. Uh, and I think you're right from a volume perspective. But I just you know again, uh, I'm, and Chase Edmonds is here too uh Vaughn is also still here but uh I'm sorry I'm gonna have more confidence in other team offenses than I am going to for the Tampa Bay offense maybe I'm making a mistake but I'm gonna be I I, I'll I'll say this Wiz if there's any player I am gonna come away with in a few drafts it it might be it might be him uh in in these PPR leagues because I do think there is a chance he could catch 80 balls no no kidding no kidding there um
1: yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. He caught like, fifty. He caught
0: fifty last year, and he was sharing sharing time with Fournette. That's 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 my only right. point. But
1: but that's with Tom Brady, who's Agreed. getting rid of the ball quickly and is going to drop that pass all day. We we've seen this movie so many times with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I'm not, he not doesn't a Mayfield recognize guy. Recognize the pass rush. He doesn't drop the ball off. He tries to extend the play and even throws an interception or gets sacked. I, I just think it's such a different world. And look, is there? Is there an outcome for Rashad White where he finishes as a running back, too, and does catch that many passes? Yes. But just either it's going to be an inexperienced quarterback or Baker Mayfield, I just got to look elsewhere. That's just me. But I hear you on the opportunity and the game script. Being
0: perfect for him. Oh yeah, make, make, make myself perfectly here, clear. I'm I'm gun-shy, and you know how much I life, love Chris Godwin. I had him in multiple legs, leagues last year. I won't be drafting that player this year because Tom Brady is gone, and exactly your point, with him gone, that kill, to me, that absolutely destroys... Uh, Godwin's chance of doing anything resembling what he did last year where he caught over 100 balls and the way he catches that ball around the line of scrimmage. Mike Evans is definitely, <laughs> that streak of 1,000 yards, that's coming to an end. And, uh, yeah, and I think, so, I'm not saying that White is going to do that. I'm. Uh, it's the only player that I'd be willing to take a chance on, but I, I am, first of all, I hate, Todd Bowles is a wonderful guy, very sweet-spoken man. Uh, he is, He is meant to be, a coordinator in the NFL. This is his second shot as a head coach. He looks lost most of the times when he's out there. He's, he's got a new coordinator he's going to be dealing with. Left, which is gone. He was terrible when he was the Jets head coach, and he's been terrible as the Buccaneers head coach, uh, despite the fact that you know Tom Brady was there. So count me out with most Buccaneers situations. But again, the player that I may take a chance on in a league would be Rashad White.
1: Todd Bowles is a maitre d' wearing a chef's hat. There's no question about that. Evans and Godwin, so I understand the, the trepidation. Uh, but but just looking at them ranked, uh, I, I have both of those receivers right around wide receiver three, ranking them somewhere between 25 and 30. Now whether you may find that good value or bad value is a separate conversation. Just ranking them into the season, you have them. You have one above the other, or kind of both in that range.
0: So, Wiz, they only had nine touchdowns combined last year with Brady. You know, so I'm not sure they were even in that conversation for wide receiver three. I I, I think if if I'm correct that their passing yards goes from 300 to 200, then you have to extrapolate their performance last year where Godwin caught 104 balls, Evans caught 77, each of them had a little over 1,000 yards, and they had nine combined touchdowns. If I'm right about the production going down by a third, uh, that's what's going to happen there. And if this, if these two guys go down by a third, uh, that's tops wide receiver three and more like wide receiver four.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and and you wouldn't, I mean, Russell Gage would have no value unless something would happen to the previous two players, correct? Zero value. He
0: had more touchdowns than than, than Chris Godwin, believe yeah, it or not. he
1: did. He did. What's um, us move to Kate Otten, who... I mean, I know he's going to get a lot of playing time, the the majority of the snap counts, but he moves like a turtle with a piano on its back. (laughs) I just feel like I I know he's ranked in somewhere around 20, and I I just, to your point, (laughs) I just have to look elsewhere at different players. Like, I, I would prefer clearly Juwan Johnson to someone like Cade Otten. Yeah. Am I wrong? Louis no, me?
0: no, no, wrong? no, 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 not wrong. Not wrong at all. I mean, look, this is a tough conversation to have. This is a team that was built to win now. And then you have all these changes that happen all over the place, all over the roster, all over the coaching staff. They, The way the salary cap was engineered, the way they brought in these hired guns on defense, This, this was not meant to be a team that was in it to win it for, like, the next five years. This was a team that was looking to win a Super Bowl again in the next couple of seasons, and it just didn't happen. So you got to break it up. You got to rip it apart. And there's there's just a – I know we're being extremely critical here, and maybe it's over-the-top critical, but that that's just kind of the way I feel. And they are clearly, to me, the worst team in this division. Maybe I'm completely dead wrong here about everything that I'm saying. I, I don't know, but – you know, given what i saw last year with this offense and and now moving to what we're going to have this year i you know again i understand taking that chance because the offense coordinator was able to resurrect Geno smith from the dead uh, but I, I don't know if it's if he's going to be able to do the same thing here if he if he if he does that's going to be the next guy to get looks at a head coaching job that's for sure
1: and as far as the special teams go i mean this is a Tampa Bay defense that only a few years removed from dismantling that Kansas City Chief offensive line of Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but considering the propensity for mistakes from Baker Mayfield that is likely to put the defense in bad situation and the fact that their defense is not nearly the same as it was a few years ago, I can't say I would even recommend drafting them inside the top 12 in terms of defenses going into the season. Um, talk about the special teams, kicker, defense for Tamper, and uh, do either of them strike your fancy?
0: Uh, no. Uh, so uh, Ryan Suckup could not make a field goal from over 45 yards last year, so he's gone. So uh, it looks like they have McLaughlin and Blankenship kind of battling it out here. Let's see who wins the job. Uh, not enticing at all from a fantasy perspective. Yes, they kick in warm weather and in domes, but – Unfortunately, the offense is not that powerful. And I agree that this defense is going to be on a back foot. And because of that, and, and they, they weren't particularly good last year, even, Wiz, despite having some, some key guys on the defense. I just, don't, I just don't think this is a tremendously solid unit. So count me out on the Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneer special teams and defense as well, Wiz. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm with you on that. And uh, I guess that's a wrap to the NFC South, and then we're going to finish up uh, with the NFC West, and then we're going to start uh, doing specific podcasts on position rankings and players uh, that are moving up and down the draft board, and we're uh, really get into the weeds here, so to speak, on uh, specific players that uh, we have an interest in, and conversely, players that we don't have an interest in.
0: Yeah, I agree and uh, again I, I I do feel kind of bad with my attitude on this podcast cuz it's it's extremely negative but you know again uh <laughs> right that's my well, view yeah,
1: I mean, I think uh, yeah I think the whole situation with Tampa Bay is uh you know it could be it could be one where they're kind of like tanking for a quarterback uh yeah. next year's yeah, very, yeah
0: very, very much so so alright that's it for the NFC South like we said one more division to go before we do get uh, into the nitty gritty and uh, again make sure you're subscribing everybody Guru and Wiz here have a great night Wiz enjoy the games tonight enjoy the weekend and uh, we'll talk later
1: you got it thanks a lot